Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Encourage Everything podcast. My name is David, and this is my wife, Ashley. Hey, man, and we are so happy to be doing this podcast for you guys to be listening today. This is the most encouraging podcast in the world. And uh, we are so pumped up to get you motivated, to get you feeling amazing, to inspire you. We have Mm -hmm. an amazing show today. And so, just like we did last time, we have to start it off with the epic fail of the week. And my wife has shared with me that she has an epic fail. And I don't even know what it is, so I'm actually excited to hear. What is your epic fail? See, it's more of a epic parenting fail, which mm-hmm. I see this happens a lot more often than I would like. But I'm willing to be transparent and put it out there. So, specifically with um, Majesty... I, you know, I, I mess with her all the time about different stuff, but she's like a human sponge now. So whatever I do, she copies it or she assumes that it's correct. And so it messed me up because literally she always wants my phone. And so she'll try to come grab my phone. She doesn't know what a phone is called yet. And so I'll mess with her and I'll say, no, mine, no, mine, anytime she tries to grab it. And so now she doesn't understand that a phone is a phone. She thinks it's called, it's called mine. And so she literally, anytime she wants our phone or the iPad, she says, mine, mine, mine. And so I've been trying to get her to understand that it's a phone and it hasn't worked. She or if she's crying, mine, mine, mine. <laughs> so yeah, that is my parenting fail is by kind of being funny. But, but also, technically, if you think about it, it's called an iPhone. So mm. you could be like, you know, it is kind of like mine. Because I, mine. I appreciate you, know, you trying to self, help me out and you know, make me look mine, better. I appreciate that. iPhone, iPad. But you know what? I will say, <laughs> she says iPad, though. She calls the cell phone <laughs> mine, but the iPad, she calls an iPad. And that's because I didn't tarnish that. I never said mine because the iPad is actually Davis. It's not mine. So, All right. So anyways, we have an amazing show for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Whether you are listening to this in the car or you're at work or you are getting off work, we're so pumped up. And so we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving today. And today we want to talk about having the correct expectations. And I was thinking about having the right expectations because what you expect is what you experience. Let me say that again for the people in the back. (laughs) What you expect is what you experience. And let me say, the reason why I'm so much louder than normal is because my daughter is not here. (laughs) So I can get loud without worrying about her waking up. But what you expect is what you experience. And I was just thinking about that in regards to the holidays because we got Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yep. We got, and you'll probably be listening to this later, but we got Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, we got Christmas coming up, we got the holidays coming up. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, it's either the most amazing time of the year or it's the worst time of the year, right? But for most people, they look forward to Thanksgiving. You are so happy to just pig out and eat all of these different foods to hang out with your family, yep. to hang out with your friends, right? There is just this mm-hmm. expectation. And so you're just happy. Were you happy this whole week? 
Oh well, yeah, it was it was a three day work week, so that is that is something to be happy about. So yeah, so I mean, I think most people are happy about Thanksgiving yeah. because the, you, we have created expectations yes. around that yeah. day, and I thought that was such an interesting thought because I came to the realization, guys, that there are three hundred sixty five days in the year, and in the mm -hmm. leap year, there's three hundred and sixty six. And what I've learned is that for a lot of people, there's only really three good days of the year. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what about the other 362 days of the year? Why do people have such amazing expectations for just these three days? Why are they so happy and they look forward to these three days when you got 362 more days? Right. And those days are not as good. They're they're terrible. And what I've come to the conclusion is that the only difference between these three holidays and the rest of the year is that we've created expectations around right. it. Because what we experience, I mean, what we expect is what we experience. And so the opposite is also true of that. So a lot of people find it to be positive and happy when the holidays are going on. And then there's some people, and I really realize this at my job, who are not excited about the holidays because they have to see that dreaded family member or their family doesn't get along. So getting together is not a fun experience. Or, you know, maybe somebody just passed away in yeah. your family and so you're having to deal with that grief of them not being there or you just broke up with your significant other and so now you got to show up to the family function and you by yourself. Mm -hmm. There's just so many different things that could make it a negative experience. And so I thought that was also interesting that it's all about perspective and your expectations. Yeah, so what is what are your expectations, right? You may have high expectations for these three days, but what if you could have high expectations for every day? Dude, we create stupid expectations around <laughs> stupid things so many times. Like, dude, we'll create an expectation around the weather. It's like, oh, raining today. I guess it's going to be a bad day. Unless you're me, because I'm obviously, I like the thunderstorms and the rain. So if it's raining, I'm like, oh my gosh, today is going to be an amazing day. And so. And then she, she actually sleeps to rain too. It sounds like you're about to drown in there. But I mean, people create expectations around stupid stuff. Like even during the work week, people will create an expectation that Monday is a horrible day. It is. And then on Friday, they create the expectation that it's going to be an amazing day. Yeah, Friday, Saturday is like the best day of the week. It's not even going to lie. Sunday gets a little weird because it's like you're not at work, but then you got to get ready to go to work. So I am, he's preaching to me because I am this person that he's talking but about. Let me, let me give you another one that is just now kind of, sh I'm kind of shaking it off just now because it's been ingrained in my head for like 15 years, right? Man, I used to always look forward to summertime. It's just one. like for some reason, man, yeah. I just got happier because it was getting hotter. Yeah. But it was like, I came to realization, like, dude, I still got to go to work. <laughs> or it's cold majority of the year. So you're just going to be sad so like, majority bro, of the year. What, and what, am I getting, like what am I getting excited about? I still got to go to work. I still got responsibilities that I got to take care of. It's not like I'm going on vacation because it's yeah. summertime where I'm about to be on a three-month break because of the summertime yeah. i still gotta go to work but that expectation has been ingrained to where i look forward to summer and that's been ingrained to me since a child and we have all of these kind of like expectations 
centered around our culture. And I just want to challenge you guys today, man. Set your own expectations. Don't set your expectations around what culture is telling you. You know, you don't have to wait to feel good until like Thanksgiving or Christmas or the new year or your birthday. Dude, you can feel amazing right now if you just set your expectations right. And I would add to that and even say that we also set expectations around certain like key points in our lives. So I'm going to be happy and life is going to be great after I get married or after I graduate or after I get that new job. And so we're, our expectations are that's going to change our life. And that's when I can be happy and have joy. And it's like, you don't need any one thing. And there's not any one thing that can bring you that joy or happiness. So you have to really be present and have expectations for every day because you never know when things are going to change. Yeah, I think that is a, a very, very interesting observation because there are so many people out there. You delay your happiness. You delay feeling amazing. You delay feeling joy around goals. So it's like, if whenever I get this job, I'm yeah. going to be so happy. Whenever I get this amount of money, I'm going to yeah. be so happy. When I get this house, when I get the career, whatever that thing is, we we delay our happiness around goals. And it's like, you we got to stop doing that. We You don't need to wait. Like I said before, you don't have to wait until you got a million dollars in the bank. <laughs> There are plenty of people who are half a million dollars and are sad. You don't have to wait till you have the perfect job, the perfect child, or the perfect life to feel happy. You can feel happy right now. And so you said something right there, and I actually have a question for you. So David is actually really good at what he just described. Like, he doesn't wait on X, Y, Z to happen to be happy. He's generally, like, a happy, very joyful person. Nothing gets to him. And I get kind of get frustrated with that because I'm like, something could happen to me, and he's, like, still happy. And I'm, like, over here. (laughs) He's laughing because that's true because I could be in distress, and he's, like, just living his best life. And we'll tell you that story about me being in labor and what he was doing. And so... Anyways, my whole point with that is how do you keep that mindset of just happiness each and every day, despite what's happening, despite maybe you're not at the job you want to be at or you haven't hit the point of your career that you want to be at? How do you have that everyday um, expectations of good things and just happiness and joy? Um, I think that you got to do uh, several <laughs> things. <laughs> and, and when you were talking, I was thinking about birthdays too, man. Like there are some people they look forward to their birthdays yeah and it's some people they some they month celebrate the whole month <laughs> like they're talking about their birthday a month before oh. and it's like for me birthday's not a big deal no it really isn't and he kind of gets upset because i try to make it a big deal for him and he, he doesn't and birthdays really like are not that. a big deal to me because i'm like i feel grateful every day yeah i don't celebrate years mm-hmm. i celebrate days that's good. I was not, like, I did not have to wake up this morning. <laughs> I did not have to be in my right mind. God, he didn't have to allow me to be healthy. So That's it's good. like, I don't wait for a year to feel happy. Right? I set an expectation for every day. To feel happy. And so I, that's reason, one of the reasons why birthdays aren't a big deal to me. Because it's yeah. like, man, I, I'm just grateful to be alive. Right? And so yeah. I think... If you want to set your expectations right, 
one of the things that you got to do, we set an alarm every day to wake up. I know for me, I just now started setting an alarm at six o'clock, which is un it's an ungodly hour to be up at. But that's a, this that's an alarm that I put on my phone because I got to get Majesty up by six thirty, or she or she'll take a nap too late, and then it just ruins everything. So I have intentionally set a time for me to wake up every day, mm -hmm. and I know you have for work, and yep. so we got to do the same thing with our expectations, man. We got to be very intentional about setting the correct expectations for our life. Because if you don't, man, I have learned that we are natu we naturally gravitate towards the negative. We naturally gravitate yeah. towards like what, like the worst things happening to us. And so just like an alarm clock, guys, we have to be very intentional about setting our expectations. And I think one of the, the biggest factors for me that helps me to set my expectations is just this, this foundational belief of God, like yeah. th this foundational belief that God is with me, that God loves me and that he is never going to leave my side. Like I, I say a prayer every day that just puts me in the right zone that lets me know God is with me. He could do anything and that he loves me. Yeah. And, and there are people out there that don't believe in God. I don't know how you do it, but for me, this is where, where faith becomes real practical because my belief in God, this foundational belief of God, it helps to create this expectation of, of good things happening. Like, I expect good things to happen. I expect yeah. amazing things to happen because I believe in God. And I believe God can do anything. I believe God is bigger than me. I believe God is bigger than my circumstances. I believe God is bigger than my pain. I believe God is bigger than my situation. Yeah. And, and it reminds me of this guy in the Bible. His name is Joseph. And Joseph was an OG, and he actually, like, I have like a thousand thoughts going through my head right now. <laughs> this is the pastor and him that's like, yeah, let me so, go ahead and give them all the Bible right now. Because I wanted to jump too far ahead, but mm -hmm. here's the thing, guys. So, for those who don't know about Joseph, Joseph was the youngest son in his family, just like me. At least for, at the time, he was the youngest son, and he actually was his dad's favorite. And it was very noticeable and his dad bought him a coat and so he's just showcasing this this jacket to everybody this coat his brothers are salty they're jealous man and they they are so jealous of him they are so mad at him that they sell him into slavery mm -hmm. now you thought you had some family drama <laughs> his own brothers and he had like 11 brothers his 11 brothers sold him into slavery. They came to a consensus. Hey, this is what we going to do. It's just crazy. And we're talking about your youngest brother. And so the Bible says that he got sold into slavery. So here's the crazy thing is the Bible says that when he became a slave, that he got promoted. Like he did, he did such a good job as a slave that his slave owner, Potiphar, put him over everything that he owned. And then here's what happened. See, me and Joseph, we kind of have this thing in common, right? Like, they call him LL Cool J, ladies love Cool Joseph. And me, the ladies love me too. Wow. Right? Um, uh, I, me and I, him, man, we, we, okay. we are very, We're just very, skip past that. We are very, very attractive men, right? And I, don't, I didn't get to see him, but he's got to have something in common with me because the Bible says that he was a good-looking man. And I am too. People say majesty looks so cute. And I'm like, yes, because she looks like me. So, anyways, okay. the this slave, the slave owner, Potiphar, his wife was feeling Joseph. She thought he looked good. 
and she wanted to get with him. And Joseph was like, nah, bruh, I can't do that. That would dishonor God and that would dishonor my slave. That would dishonor Potiphar. But she still wanted to sleep with him. And Joseph kept saying, no, he's running, running away from her, trying to avoid her. And one day she caught him slipping. And uh, she, it's not like, when I say slipping, it's not like he was, he got caught up. No, he was trying to get away from her, run away, and she caught a piece of his clothes. And so she went to her husband, lied, and now Joseph is in jail. And you know, the crazy thing is, you would think that after all of this time that Joseph would have low expectations and just be like, man, forget this, man. I've been, I've been sold into slavery. Now I'm in jail. But the Bible, and I do, I don't even know how this happened, guys, but the Bible says that Joseph got promoted in jail. He was put over all of the prisoners. And then somehow out of the blue, and guys, stick with me because I'm going somewhere. <laughs> and somehow out of the blue, the, the Pharaoh, he had a dream and he needed it to be interpreted, but nobody knew how to interpret it. But Joseph had this gift of interpreting dreams. And so Joseph was brought to the Pharaoh Joseph interpreted the dream, and it had something to do with famine and all of this stuff. And so Pharaoh promoted him, and he mm. became the prime minister of Egypt, vice Pharaoh, right? So he, he went from being his dad's favorite to being a slave to being a prisoner to being the second in command of Egypt. Now, what I, what I want you guys to know is that whenever Joseph ran into his brothers again because they needed to eat, because I was talking about that famine, Joseph said, you guys meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Come on now. And there, guys, there is this, this foundational belief, man, that God is with you and that he's yeah. working everything together for good. Like, how is Joseph able to get sold into slavery and still do his best to where he gets a promotion? How is he able to go to prison? For something he didn't even do. And let me back up. Because if I was a slave, bro, I'm, I'm probably going to enjoy myself. Unless this lady just looked horrible or just ugly. Maybe. I mean, I don't know how she looked. Anyways. But I, but I, I just want to say, dude, you're like, I'm, you guys got to, he's a slave. He's not in control of his life. Dude, I, I'm taking that chance. Well, if, if unless she ain't ugly, right? Unless she's ugly, right? Mm -hmm. But he still chose yeah. to honor God. He still chose to do his best. Because he still of chose to, like He had this expectation yeah. that it was going to work that out. That God is working yeah. everything together for good. That what they meant for evil, that God right. meant for good, even when he's in prison, he's still doing his best. Why? Because he has this expectation, this foundational yeah. belief of God is with him and that he's it's working good. it all together for good. And that's why... Guys, you, you got to have this foundational belief, man. We can't just say we believe in God, man. Right. When you say you believe in God, we're talking about the most powerful force on the planet. And if that God is with you, that means that things can change. And so that means you can set your expectations. Mm -hmm. You can have high expectations now because yeah. God is with you. You're right? not doing it alone. You're not on your own yeah. because things can change. Sometimes you can feel like, I mean, dude, you this is such a great example because Joseph was a slave and he was a prisoner. These are like the worst predicaments you can yeah. ever find yourself in. And yet Joseph was able to have high expectations and That's still good. be able to stay true because he had this foundational belief of that God was with him. And so I That's think good. that is 
you got to have that foundational belief, man, because even through all of those situations, life changed for Joseph. He went from the bottom to the top. He went from being in prison to being second in command of Egypt, right? And this is kind of good. The, the point that I draw out from that particular story is that he was in some of the worst situations. And I think we like to think that our expectations can't be big or good or always oh, easy for them to have good expectations. They rich or they have a lot of money or their family isn't falling apart or they're not getting a divorce. But that's the thing. You have to have those expectations regardless of your position or your situation or what you're going through. So even when it's really hard or tough, having the good expectations are is definitely hard, definitely harder. And so that's kind of what we're going to get to throughout the rest of our podcast is how to actually, when you are in those tough positions, yeah. get or keep the correct perspective. Yeah, so and I, I think that perspective goes like you, you need to have a prayer life mm -hmm. right? you need to check in with God and, and, and you need to say your affirmations. Right? You, yeah. you need to take a moment and look at how big God is. You need to take a moment to see just how amazing he is and you need to take time to be grateful and look back on how many times he's brought you through all of the things that he's done in your life i think we have to have that anchor every day of checking in like i have i have a prayer that i pray every day and it's really just affirmations that i that i say every day and at the end of it i'm always like today is going to be an amazing day today is going to be the best day of my life i expect great yeah. things to happen but i say that after i've affirmed everything that god is to me like i'm like I'm thankful, Lord, for your yeah. unconditional love and that you're for me and not against me. I'm like, thank you for all the gifts and talents that you've given me. You didn't allow me to be here for no reason, but you brought me to this world to be the light. Thank you for provision, for freedom and abundance. Guys, this, these are things that are reminding me that, man, I'm not in this alone. Right. And that things could change because God is with me. He loves That's me. Good. And that he has great plans for my life. Uh, what about you? And so for me, um, I'm a visual person. That's how I learn. That's how I really take <coughs> stuff in. And so I think having what we like to call visual faith reminders is very helpful to keep your expectations in the right place or get them in the correct place. And so um, you guys have heard the story. I mean, I'm sure several times, but obviously I had multiple miscarriages before I had majesty. And so one of the things we did after, my, yeah, after um, I had my first miscarriage was David had saw me. I just kind of been depressed and sad and upset or whatever. And so he was like, man, I gotta, I gotta help her get her groove back. I gotta help her get her faith back and know that this thing can still happen because we're Christians and we believe in God and he can do anything. So he literally took me to the store and he's like, we're about to pick out baby stuff. And I'm like, what? Like, I was really like, kind of like, why? Like, why would we do that? But what he was doing was he was building my expectation to be like, I can have this baby, we can do this. And so I literally put these baby things all throughout our house. We had pacifiers and bottles. And it was kind of weird because people would come over and they'd be like, why is this random bottle over here on the table or whatever? And we would explain it to them because I mean, um, you need to be around people who are also gonna build you up and say those encouraging things. And so um, back to just saying that you need those visual faith reminders. Yeah. These visual faith And so keys. throughout our house, we have all different types of quotes on our walls and scripture because you have to constantly be reminded of that because when you're out in the world, nobody's giving you that positivity and giving you those expectations. So that is one of my ways that I yeah. kind of keep it. Yeah, you got to keep it in front of you. Like This is like a real like random example, but I we always look at our phones all the time. So yeah. I put pictures of stuff that I want on my phone because I know I'm gonna look at it every day like right now I have a Ford Explorer 
as my screensaver. So every time I look at my iPhone, I see a Ford Explorer. And before that, it was a palm tree. <laughs> like, beach. Yeah, it was like a palm tree. It looked like it was in California or something. It was crazy, though, because we were in Los Angeles mm -hmm. earlier this year, and I was just thinking about that screensaver. Actually, I had that as my screensaver. And then I, I changed it when I got to California. Because I was like, oh, that manifested right there. Because I was looking yeah, at it every let me day. Change right? it to something else. Let me change it to Ford Explorer. Because we were hanging out in LA. I, we were driving down the streets with palm trees. So it's good to have these visual faith reminders yep, yep. Uh, to just keep your mind going. In the correct keep your, space. Keep your hopes so, high. Yep. And I, my phone screensaver right now, it is. It has the words I am and then under that it has all these affirmations like I am part of a chosen generation, I'm part of a holy nation, you know, I'm courageous, yeah. I'm joyful. I, I gotta reiterate the things. fact that like you guys you gotta be intentional about this. It's not like your expectations are gonna be right just by you doing nothing. Yeah. We we naturally gravitate towards being negative. We naturally gravitate towards things being the worst. And right. so there's power in our thoughts and, so and our you words. You have to be intentional about doing yeah. these things or, man, you are going to be depressed every day. Yeah. So like I said, I do my prayers. I do my affirmations. Uh, and I think also you got to have people speaking life over you as yeah, well. That's good. Now, from a, like a practical standpoint, uh, you, you need to have people around you who speak positive things over you, who say you can do these things. Now, if you don't have those kind of people in your life, you got negative people in your life, you need to cut them out. Yeah. You don't have to have a million people hanging out with you. Mm -hmm. So what you could do, man, is you could just have people who speak positive things over you through a sermon, through this podcast, or through songs. These these people are speaking positive things over yeah. you. Like you, you may not have best friends, mm -hmm. but man, let me tell you, I, I mean I got a best friend. I got I got a couple best friends. Mm -hmm. But when they aren't around, I got books. Yeah, I'm surrounded by all good. of these great people who are speaking these amazing things. I got podcasts. I'm listening to Joel Osteen. I'm listening. You listen to Mike Todd. I'm listening yeah. to all these different kinds or of just people. Just even, let's just go super literal. Just like the Bible. That's like the biggest affirmation book that you can possibly have to just speak over <coughs> yourself and getting into your word or getting into a good devotional. Like, it's very helpful because a lot of times in the books and the Bible, those are people that are just like us going through similar, if not worse, situations. And so you can kind of take in what they're taking in and be encouraged by that and start to set those expectations on the same level that their expectations were. So Yeah, so as we close, I got two more things I want to say. Okay. Here's another stupid thing that people create expectations around. Check this out. She got a Cowboys hat on. And Come I, on now. Go boys. Look for us. Super right. Bowl 2020. And not, okay. And I'm not hating on Cowboys or any team. But what I want to say is people okay. will say, man, this is going to be a terrible week. My team lost. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not one of those people. Day. You know, we lost right. this week, but we're going to bounce back. The next day is terrible because it's like, oh, my team lost. I had lost. a great week this week. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, we you don't see can't like, dictate yeah. your whole life based off how a team plays. You better set your expectations off what God is doing, all these amazing things that he is doing. Now, second thing I want to say as we close is this funny story. Before we were coming to do this podcast, man, I was in the car. And actually, I feel it right now. I had to go to the bathroom. I actually got to pee right now, too. But I really had to pee in the car. And Ashley was like, hey, you want to stop at this gas station? <laughs> and I said, no. 
I thought it was because he thought he was too good to use a gas station bathroom. No, see, here's here's why I said I don't want to go to that gas station because I said if I go in there, I'm gonna have this expectation that I'm gonna be able to use the bathroom. And if that bathroom says it's out of order, or if somebody's already in there taking all day, I'm probably going to pee on myself. Like, what are you, an infant? You have the bladder <laughs> of majesty. I just, you can't really, hold your... I just really had to go. And so, guys, this, these expectations apply to they even do. simple things like having to go pee. And so yeah. I said, I don't want to pee on myself. So I waited to go to the bathroom at my apartment. And with that being said, I got to go pee right now. We will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast was brought to you by Encourage Apparel. You can check out all of our apparel at EncourageApparel.com. We are a clothing line for the encourager. So if you love to encourage people, please come check us out. And if you're just watching this right now, probably until Tuesday, we're going to have our Black Friday sale, which means we're up to 50% off everything on the site. You can get right. our tees for 10 bucks. You can get these hoodies for 25 bucks, man. So please come check us out. Support us. And thank you. You got anything? Stay encouraged. All right, guys. Peace out. Bye.